Hi guys, morning. Welcome to Mind Fuel. This is me, KJ, your host, with my boy Chet. How are you, Chet? Morning. How are you doing? This is Chet. Like minds. Yes. Let's do this, man. Today we're gonna to be talking about over-consuming. I mean, in itself, it's self-explanatory. But what do we mean by over-consuming, Chet? Hit us up. Um, people just absorbing too much information or taking on too many possessions. Yeah. So for me, I break it down in two simple ways, you know, tangible and intangible. So tangible of physical things. Yeah. So how many t-shirts, jackets, jeans, trainers mm-hmm. do we actually need to function in the real world? Wow. And intangible is experiences, memories, moments. Yeah. How many of those do we need exactly. to fulfill a good life? So for me, I work on the other balance, yeah. very much about moments, the intangible assets. Yeah. I want as many intangible assets. Yeah. Because, yeah, love, joy. joy, peace, peace, faith, belief, all these things are limitless. Yeah, they where, last forever. Where the tangible things don't, you know, buying that flashy car. You know, when I was young, I wanted a BMW M3. I still remember it, yeah. a yellow one. I said that when I grow up, that's the car I want. Now, um, can make a conscious decision. I don't actually want it. It's yeah. really strange that that's not going to make me happy. And seeing my daughters grow, or my mother grow, or my wife grow, that will create more memories and moments for me than buying a physical car. Yeah. What I really don't need. Of course. My question is: so I, I had this question written down before we started. That is more better. I mean, do explain that. And even you, the listener. Most people, we've been conditioned by marketeers that more is better like you need to have a, a walk-in wardrobe with with 600 dresses you know you need 500 trainers you need overload you need to wake up and say, I don't know no, I don't know what to pick like that's gonna make you happy what do you think about that chair because most people are conditioned by that women men everyone is being conditioned to think like that for me, that's just clutter. That clutters your mind, clutters your house, and it makes you overthink, you know, the buffering that we talked about in another session. So the greatest minds, you know, Barack Obama had two colored suits, black one and a blue one. Mark Zuckerberg has got jeans and usually just t-shirts. And our late Steve Jobs only had 10 pairs of jeans and I think uh, Rolex. He always used to wear Rolex and he has six pairs of Rolex. And that's all he had because he wanted to be very simple. And for me, I really believe that a simple life is the good life, you know, yeah. having simple food, having simple um, thought processes, having less clutter in your house will make you have better decisions. So, for example, how many apps on your phone do you actually use? Exactly. You know, that's a very and good you one. want to speed your phone up. Guess what? Look need, down, declutter your phone. Then it starts performing like how, we, how it's supposed to perform. I mean, it, I mean, our lives as human beings, there's so many things that show us what we need. From even the apps, your clothing. Most people think, oh, when I wake up, how many people do this when they wake up? They haven't actually chosen what they want to wear the next day. And they spend 15 minutes... Yeah. Oh, this is good, this is, this is tight, no, this doesn't fit me anymore. Or this is not, oh, I should have ironed it. Guess what? Because you've got too many things. But if you knew that, okay, I've got, I've got maybe like five shirts already ironed, which I iron on Sunday, by the way. 
that when I wake up, I'm just wearing a shirt. I'm out. I'm on time. How many people would think like that? I believe that is the way forward, you know, decluttering, over-consuming. There's so many people um, right now are feeling um, suffocated or um, suffocated by both tangible and intangible things. You know, there's just too much and that's where people feel that they can't move on with their lives. So guess what? Declutter. Get things out of your house, your phone, your car, your garden, your garden shed that you can't open and as soon as you open it, five things fly at you. (laughs) You know, you're going to keep that old shovel because you might need it one day. But you're not using it. Yeah, but the question... It's rusted out as well. Yeah, but the question is, is give. If you feel, you know, that's another question that you need to do. Don't throw it away. Think about who else would need. Yeah. So you've got assets in your house that you think another person may need give them away exactly you know if you've got too much of one thing share give go to a charity shop exactly. you know homeless charity or give it to your neighbor where you know needs it and that's where one it's a two-way exchange one yeah. that feeling will make you feel better that's right and two it'll declutter your house so it's a win-win it's a double win-win. win one wow okay on, on, on over consuming actually the next point is fear i mean fear in itself is a very, very powerful thing if it's given precedence in your mind. So, in itself, why do most people uh, who over-consume are also dominated by fear? What's, what's your view on that, Jake? I think people fear that the more successful you are, whatever you define success as, is having more, a bigger car, bigger house, uh, better assets. Yeah. But... That's not what success is about and that's not what the fear is. For me, I've got to a certain age in my life where I want less. Every year, mm-hmm. I want to consume less, I want to buy less, mm-hmm. but I want to create more intangible assets and moments for myself and others around me. Yeah. And that's a different way. You know, from the, from the £400 car I drive, I'm going to keep on driving a £400 car. And when that £400 car dr- breaks, I'm going to buy another £400 car. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's a functional tool that gets you from A to B. I don't worry about it. Yeah. But there's other individuals who drive £60,000 cars. They're worried more about the car than, 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 than their wives and kids. Yes, yeah, and their own minds. You know, spend the £60,000 on your own mind rather than worrying about your car. <laughs> and We see them, man. Yeah. They're constantly looking outside. Like, is my car, is it okay? Is it going to get scraped? Is it okay? Is it safe going to be there? Why you're putting more energy into the car than your own mind? So for me, let's flip the paradigm. Spend sixty thousand pound on your own development, your own growth. Exactly. You know, go on some training courses on NLP, on yoga, meditation, mindfulness. Spend sixty thousand on organic, great food. Exactly. You know, you can have an opportunity. You can have a chef. You could. Oh yeah, I'll do that. You could get a chef, man. You pay them. Listen, I'm gonna pay you twenty grand a year to cook me every Saturday and Sunday oh, yeah. fresh organic food. Oh, I love that. Guess what? Who's gonna be more happy, you and your family, over that Porsche? Yeah, I love that solution, man. That that is flipping the paradigm. You know, people need to not fear the externals and go the internals. Come on. Okay. Imagine that scenario. You can have the wealth you have, but use it in the in the adequate way to grow your family. How you just said. Yeah. You know. Have a your own family personal trainer, you know. What's so they're gonna do for you, man. Everyone's gonna be in phenomenal shape. And how many people are thinking like that? No, I'm gonna put my whole lump sum money and buy this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna buy that handbag for a thousand pound on your fat shoulders. Sorry, 
yeah, but that's what it is. <laughs> so at the end of the day, stop buying a thousand pound handbag and spend a thousand pound on your hands and your body and your mind. And that's what it's about. It's investing into yourself to make you stronger, stronger and better. Because guess what? That Balenciaga's, that, that, that handbag, right? It's not actually going to help you really. But I, I give you an example. Uh, we've got people right now there's a rise in makeup industry you know people are buying makeup all natural organic great but here's the thing i'd rather you invest in a cream that will make your skin better guess what because if you make your skin better you won't need the loads of makeup on take care of what people can't see if you're conscious of yourself most people their excuse for putting on makeup is that oh it makes me feel great so guess what when you're home you still have to live with yourself. You still have to look at yourself in the mirror. So make sure you're getting a face cream that is actually going to help moisture your face, organic stuff that's going to help you. Yeah. Um, a great one regarding um, shutting down. So a lot of people question me, of how do you um, stay so peaceful with your mind? So for me, I drink less, consume less, but I try and go to the gym a bit more often or run, yeah. but also have massages and go to the steam room and a sauna and reflect a little. Yeah. That's where the opportunity costs, you know? I don't eat out much, you know? In 10 years in my life, in my home, I've never had takeaway. You could, my kids will reinforce it, I just don't have takeaways. Yeah. We consume food. We have 21 meals in a week, and I would say 15 to 20 of them are inside the house. That's good. So for me, yeah, I've got, we work near Narborough Road. There's 50 places to eat. Right. Temptation you know, you is can, real. You can overconsume <laughs> very, very in, easily. But the question I've learned this from a great philosophy was don't carry a wallet around. Don't carry a credit card around. And guess yeah. what? That stops you from spending and overconsuming. Yeah. Go to High Cross and yeah, walk around without your wallet. See what the experience is like. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I take drinks from home when I'm walking around High Cross because I'm not consuming that on outside. So yeah. it's a different process. Exactly. You know, I've took sandwiches from home, walked around the city centre, fed my kids, had a drink, and walked back home again. Yeah. And we spent zero. So yeah. we didn't over-consume. Exactly. We just consumed walking around and spent some time together. So I'm just thinking, flipping the paradigm. And that's what KJ is trying to say. I love that philosophy. Sell your Porsche and get a chef. Right. You know, I, I'm like, yeah, man, if, if I had that choice, that is a great... I'll be doing that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be doing that too. <laughs> man. So that is fear in itself. Fear is a stumbling block, but then there is a solution for fear. You have to do something about it. You have to get rid of it. Promote things that will put positive, uh, reinforce positive habits in there. So uh, the negative flip side of fear is that when you overconsume, naturally as human beings, if you overconsume, you you feel sick, right? You will feel sick at one point. Your body just says, "I've had enough." If you ever consume too much information, guess what? You shut down, just like, I'm tired. You get disinterested in the task at hand. So when you over consume, even on your phone, too many apps, your phone runs slow. We are the same in that regard in everything that we do. Too much of something in a system, even if it's a computer program, it crashes. Can I just say, over consuming is not just tangible assets. We talk about intangible moments. So. For me, uh, I'm saying it out there, I'm disconnected with birthdays and a few weddings. You know, I'm okay with birthdays once every 10 years, but there's mm. certain people who have birthdays every year. You know, oh, he's, he's one now, oh, he's two now, he's three now, okay, cool. 
you know, is that what I'm going to overconsume my whole summer by just going to birthday parties and having an exchange process of I really don't want to buy this present, but I have to give it to them because they're going to give my child a present. And we're going to have this <laughs> terrible exchange process where she has 30 terrible presents and then I get 30 terrible presents. You've got to stop. And that's where we mean about consuming, consume positiveness. It's okay to say no. You know, I'm sorry to say, I've got two girls, they always get birthday parties. Sometimes, do you want to go? Not really, cool. Send a card, send a five or a tenner and take your kids to a park. Do something else. You don't have to attach yourself exactly. to the program. That's, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. And you know, when, when the, the other flip side to obviously fear is uh, people do that because of a quick fix. Right, like if 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 you wanted to do something, you can just read. Some people think if if I've read a book, that's or an article today. I'm, I'm I've had my quick fix. I'm now ready. I'm ready to go and implement. But guess what? Nothing nothing is done quickly like that. You need to think about longevity. That that could be anything. That could be anything. So, Chad, do you elaborate on okay. things that are, go, that are long-lasting? Long-lasting. Anything long-lasting is, for me, you've got to update yourself yeah. with different experiences. Yeah. So, if you read all of the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. or you watch just Game of Thrones, and you watch all the series, mm-hmm. such as my daughter's over-consuming Friends right now, mm. and I'm like, no, it's okay watching Friends, but consume yourself with something else. Yeah. And that's where the overconsumption goes. Our generation is doing that. Yeah, one thing, the overconsuming one thing. Friday night, I'm going out, overconsuming, eating, drinking, Friday night, Friday. But guess what? Forget Friday night, make it a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah? You can socialize with your friends, do Monday night. Because you know why? Most of the beer prices, food prices are less. Oh, I'm, I'm and it's not as busy as you want. If you just want to socialize, Monday night might be a good night. And then guess what? Friday night, consume something else. Yeah, and that's where we need to flip the paradigm. Everyone is programmed to live Monday to Thursday, and then Friday night big, Saturday night big, overconsumption, busy in town, traffic, congestion. Then you crash. Then you crash. Sunday nights crash. Oh, I've got a hangover. I don't feel good. You knew it was coming, though. You knew it was coming. So flip side, people. What would you rather do, Chet? In our generation, people would rather go out for a drink get smashed rather than actually talking to their spouse yep you're right because obviously they don't want to consume that information from their spouse yeah you know it's um, a question of their, it's their coping strategy to deflect yeah so for me spend Friday night if you can change the world spend Friday night in and talk about the big questions to your friends your partner on whatsapp on social media you know how are you feeling how are you doing is your mom okay have the big questions change the paradigm spend all Friday night with a bottle of beer or a bottle of wine at home if you want and connect with the outside world and ask the difficult question and see what responses you get That's rather right. than just going out, getting smashed because this it's the same solution. You're buffering again. That's right. That's right. Yeah? So for me, consume positive positivity. Mm-hmm. Don't consume negativity. Yeah. And guess what? Watching Love Island, how's that enhancing? I'm telling you that straight, yeah? Nothing. Okay, you can spend an hour watching Love Island or you could spend an hour consuming some positive noise. And that's a decision people are going to make. Wow. Okay. So focus on how you said yeah. the positive noise. So we're going to focus on the positive noise. You need to focus on the right things. So if you want to escape, basically focus is actually the, the gate for you to run away from overconsuming because 
you start focusing on 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 needs over wants that's a baby step that's the first baby step we want to do do you really need 20 pairs of jeans and by the way some of them don't fit you and some of them right do you really need do you really need 25 pairs of trainers by the way some of them you don't even like anymore there are some people who need trainers there's some people you could give away to charity right um so focus helps you to 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 actually declutter your life you make sure that you've got less decisions to make uh you make sure that you're doing things in the right direction uh check i wanted you to explain this thing on, on on focus so we were talking that most people we know that traveling the world you know traveling itself mm. itself enriches your perspective so you get to learn pe- different things about uh, a place so most people in our generation now in our time people are traveling the world people are going to holidays like like it's crazy right and people would live maybe 60 years ago would have never thought this would happen so the prices of traveling is cheaper all-inclusive holidays is good but guess what people are still coming back with the same behaviors can you explain to that why is that and that's just emphasized there by he the word all-inclusive you're inclusive to the hotel that you live in you're in this bubble you're not really traveled you're not enriched you're not absorbed uh, different mindsets and behaviors of these beautiful countries around the world yeah but you've stayed in your bubble of all inclusive you've got your uber you've got your taxi you've got your trip advisor and you've stayed contained to our, mm. something what kj mentioned before our western uh, thought processes and that's what we want to cascade in the third world you know mm. people go to india and africa and asia they go in a bubble stay in their ha- you know hamptons or marriott's yeah. oh yeah you know but did you really absorb local cuisine? No. Local people? Did you really have a conversation with the hotel porter and where does he live and what does he eat? Where do the locals eat? Or did you eat in that top restaurant what doesn't really have anything? You know? And it's got the Michelin star rating. No. Where did the locals eat? Where was the street food? Exactly. You know, for me, I go to London and I always eat at Borough Market. Yeah. And it's simple as that. I don't go anywhere else to eat. I go to Camden Town or Borough Market because that's where the street food is. Yeah. You know? And yeah, there's lots of great restaurants yeah. around there, you know? But why would I want to eat there when I can eat what is innovative, something different? Locals. What is Where the locals are at, you know, where the street people are eating. Yeah. And that's where... I think people traveling is phenomenal, but I just feel that they're coming back with no value. Exactly. They've they co- traveled in the bubble, come back in a bubble. How many people are willing, you, you, you hear this situation that are happening now, because people are traveling. Mm. People are going to uh, third world countries, they're going to places and they get angry at the staff for not being able to speak English. <laughs> Very true. I'm like, why are you why are you banging on about full English breakfast when you're in Thailand? Yeah. You knew what's gonna happen when you go to Thailand. You're gonna to have to try some Thai food. Mm. So so what I wanna say is break that bubble, right? Make sure when you go to a holiday, really get to talk to people, share life stories. That is actually what enriches yeah. people. You gotta consume the right stuff. stuff. The right stuff, I just said you you know, we talked about overconsumption. But we got to consume the quality experiences of the world. There's some phenomenal conversations. You know, me, myself and Cage are working in a coffee shop, and we have some amazing conversations That's with right. certain people, and they share their journey. And you wouldn't think that until you ask that big question. question. I mean, ah, 
you just, know. To, just to echo yesterday, guess what? There was these guys who came in. Uh, they were dressed in green. I thought maybe they were they were maybe into a role play or something like that. It was weird. But then I asked the question. I said, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what's with the attire? What's with the, the whole gear? And the guy told me straight, he says, listen, um, this is what we do. We, we go see homeless people in hospitals when they're not feeling well. Because guess what? When someone is homeless and they're in the hospital and it's just mm-hmm. no one is there to visit. And that could be a lonely place. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, guess what? I'm homeless too. But I'm visiting others. How many people are willing to say, I've got no money, mm-hmm. but I'm still willing to give, share what I can. I can come and cook for you. How many people are willing to say that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit sad too. I'm slightly depressed too, but I'm, I'm willing to help others. How many people are willing to do that? And that's the power of stories, man. And also, it's about adding value. So, consuming is not for yourself, it's for others. And yeah. I think people got that wrong, you know. You've got to consume your own experience, but it's not your own experience. You don't own it. An experience is better with others. Of course. And it's better when you take someone else with that journey, too. And it doesn't have to be your family and friends. It could be someone else. Yeah. As long as you share that moment, you know. I'll give you a great experience. I traveled the world when I was 21 by myself and, you know, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Brazil, Argentina. But I shared that moment by myself, yeah. you know, and I still remember 19 years ago that I sat on Cocobana Beach and I absorbed it and it felt great. But I took my family this time, yeah. in, you know, a few months ago and it felt greater. Yeah. I was in the same place at a different moment, but I had my two daughters and my wife and my mother. And I felt so great. Only thing I looked at, I said, I wish my father could share this moment with me. But yeah. guess what? That's life. Yeah. And I just sat there absorbing it, but it felt so great. And I looked, all I could do was really strange. I couldn't see the sunset. I just kept looking at my girls. Yeah. And I just wanted to see that they're sharing that moment. And that I felt empowered. It felt great. Yeah. Just by seeing the sunset. That's okay. all it was. You know, we sat on the beach watching the sunset and it was that simple. But I spent more time looking at my kids, my wife and my mother than the sunset. Wow. So then it means it's more important the people you, you do the journey with rather than the journey itself. The journey is important, but the people you do the journey with actually determine how satisfied this journey is. Because most people are willing to do this journey on a solo mission. I'm on a solo mission to conquer the world. But then that, that's never satisfied. Oh, because that's self-consumption. Exactly. It's only thinking about yourself. So I guess a massive takeaway is in, you need to focus on the right stuff. Listen to the right voices. Make sure that in this journey, find people to really experience life with together. That's important. That, that will stop you over consuming. And more is not better. Again, more is not better all the time. People think more is better, but it's not. You need the intangible things. You need the love. You need the peace. You need true friendships. And you need to remain loyal <laughs> to your friends. I'm going to say that again. But anyway, Chet, anything you want to say in closing? I just want to reinforce that what Keja said, some magic um, nuggets there. And it is consume less is a habit. And you've got to focus on that. And it's... And it's sometimes you may have to force yourself to change the habits. That's so right. I, I spend a lot of cash. I put my mm-hmm. credit card away because it limits my spending power. Yeah. Also, I have a pack lunch. I, I've got it here, actually. Yeah, so, so they, <laughs> so they, they, they channels me for the last 15 years to eat pack lunch. 
Um, I have four or five bottles of water in my car, yeah. so I'd have to go to the Shell petrol station and end up buying things it's I don't want to buy. Yeah, so it's a question of reprogram yourself so you don't have to consume and you can consume what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Number two, don't follow others. How, how you said, can you, can you pick a better solution? You know, can you pick, get the chef in, you know, spend your time on quality food, a better gym, you know, some experiences of um, protein shakes and vitamins, you know, oh, here's vitamins, great one. I can't afford vitamins, but you can afford to do other things then. You, you're driving, driving a 70 grand car, brother. You know, is that kind of yeah, and you, but you can't go to Holland and Barrett and buy some iron tablets. What know. you know, you're what, tired all the time. Yeah, you're tired all the time, brother. You know what I mean? Can't you buy a case of water and just put it in the back of the car and just drink water? You know, it's, it's quite easy. Yeah. But people are not making them decisions because they're make, picking other choices. And finally, number three is alcohol. I'm going to talk about alcohol, drugs, whatever you want to talk about. Come on, people, this is, this is a real issue. People over-consuming. You know. There's so many people connected to myself who are alcoholics, even my own father who is an alcoholic, and I've seen that through overconsumption. Yeah. You know, um, he's given up his own family, his own wife, and his two daughters for alcohol because he wants to overconsume on that one thing, which is a quick fix. A quick fix, and he's done it for the last 60 years. And it's not just him, there's other people I'm connected to where alcohol and drugs has broken up families yeah. because they want to overconsume that addiction that one product mm. because they can control that and that's what alcohol is about and yeah. drugs is about they yeah. can control the consumption that's they right. can't control life and you and people better get used to it life is uncontrollable no it's the only thing that we can't guarantee the output yeah you know uh, i was reading a book last week and it said um, human development is unpredictable you can't, you can create the same right environment, right resources, right inf infrastructure, but you don't know what that human's gonna develop into. Because the man is gonna do what he wants to do, ultimately. That's just how it works. People will ultimately do what they wanna do. And the battle, I will reinforce this, the battle is in the mind for most people. External things will come, we know that, it's a given. In external things are given in this life, but you can choose whether you're going to be at peace internally when these storms come. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening in today. Mind Fuel has been packed with a lot of golden nuggets. If you've got something to share, any questions, do send us uh, a message. Then we'll try and get back to you and respond to you to the best of our ability. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Take Bye. care. Bye.